Hey everyone, it's Cassie with a Happy Thinker here, and today's episode is episode 30. Woo woo! Can you believe it? So let's do this. So today's episode is all about confidence. Do you have it? Do you not have it? Let's find out. (laughs) Okay, so today is about confidence. I used to be a very inconfident, if inconfident is a word, person. I used to have very little confidence. I was not confident in anything. And as I went on my self-improvement journey and I started to do mind and thought work, I started to ask myself questions like, why am I not succeeding? Why is this so hard? Why am I still beating myself up? What is going on with this? And I couldn't figure out what was holding me back from success. I was doing everything I was supposed to be doing. I was working really hard. I was putting in the effort. I was doing all this other thought work, all this other mind work. And the reason I wasn't succeeding is that I didn't have the confidence it took to make sure I really gave it my all. I didn't have the confidence it took to know that I could achieve it. There is a very strong connection between belief and confidence. So what is the definition of confidence? Almighty Google says the definition of confidence is a feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. Firm trust. I like this definition because if we put it in perspective of having confidence in ourselves, what is it that holds you back from being confident in yourself? A firm trust. I've spoke about it before, about showing up for yourself, and that in itself is a huge tool to build your confidence. The more that you show up for yourself, the more you're willing to believe that you will have your own back, that you will be able to succeed. So what is the link between belief, trust, and confidence? It's interesting that this definition says firm trust, and that is the definition of confidence. I started doing some digging on our brain and the way that we understand trust. It's interesting the way that we build trust as humans is through seven things. These seven things are the key also to confidence in your own self. When you start practicing these things on a regular basis with yourself, your confidence will grow. If you're lacking in any of these seven areas, that might be why you don't have the most confidence in yourself. So let's buckle in and decide to be confident If you want to be confident, it is a choice, but it does take a little bit of work. Here's the seven things I need you guys to try to build your confidence. I know specifically, I could see these in my own life even before I knew these steps. When I started to go through these seven things on a regular basis, I started to build a confidence in myself, and now I'm a very confident individual in most areas of my life. 
anytime I start to notice an area in which I am not confident or I am not succeeding, I can usually go back to these seven things and see if I'm expressing them in that area. And if I'm not, then that's where my work needs to be done. And I advise you guys to try and do the same like self-evaluation and be like, okay, I may be a confident person, but where am I not confident? And kind of pinpoint these areas and then go back to these seven things and see if any of these are lacking in those areas. So this is the seven things I would say based on my research in psychology that really build trust. And this is kind of in the way that builds trust with yourself. But if you really think about these steps, this is the building trust process for anything. So here they are. So also I want to do a little side note, a little sidestep here and talk about maybe if you don't understand quite how trust and confidence correlate. If you don't trust in yourself, you can never be confident. And this is why, because it's false confidence. You can only be confident of something you're sure of. If you trust yourself, you're always going to be sure of yourself. Even when you're wrong, you're sure that you can learn, you're sure that you can grow, you're sure that you can overcome, and that kind of trust in yourself builds a confidence. Confidence does not make a person who never fails. Confidence does not make a person who is arrogant or full of themselves. Confidence makes a person that knows they can rely on their own intuition or their own judgment or their own work that they've put in on themselves. They know that they can trust that. That's confidence. What is it in your life that you're putting confidence in? And is it yourself is a good question to ask. And a lot of times I think we put confidence in things that maybe aren't for sure, that we don't actually trust. And then when it fails, our confidence is crushed and we've based all of our confidence on that. And we realize that It was never a good, solid place to put your confidence. So one thing I would advise you to do is try to reflect on where you're putting your confidence and is the confidence in yourself because the relationship with yourself is the one you're going to have for your whole life. And being confident as a person is really good for the people around you because they know they can be confident in you too and rely on you because you're willing to put in the effort for yourself and therefore you'd be willing to put in the effort for others. But Besides all of that, here's the seven things that really build trust. And this is why this is really important. So the first one is saying what you mean and meaning what you say. This is super important. If you've not seen my podcast on showing up for yourself, that would be a good one to watch. It's fairly early on in my podcasting, so forgive me for any of the little quirks. But saying what you mean and meaning what you say builds trust. This is the same for relationships. When you say something and then you don't follow through, there's a certain lack of confidence that person can have in you. Well, you should do this with yourself. When you tell yourself something, follow through, mean it. And if you don't mean it, don't tell yourself. The next one is being vulnerable. This one is really hard for most people. Vulnerability is in a in an essence, it's hard. It's tough to be vulnerable. But when you're vulnerable with yourself and being raw and honest with yourself, you can start to build a confidence in yourself because you know your inner self 
and your weaknesses well enough to know how to overcome them. Being vulnerable builds a connection with yourself. Being vulnerable about where your shortfalls are, your mistakes, your points where you need some work. It's really important to learn to be vulnerable with yourself. And I would like to say that honestly, this message about confidence in yourself has a lot to do with, um, it parallels a lot with partnerships and relationships. Being vulnerable with people you know, trusted people, people who are safe to be vulnerable with, and you know this, is a huge thing to connect with them and gain some confidence in that person. All right, the next one, number three, is remembering the role of respect. So remembering to respect yourself. Remember your standards and don't drop below those just because you feel like maybe you're not accepted for them or that you can't seem to get ahead because your standards may be too high or too dreamy. A couple of months ago, I thought my standards were way too high in a few areas. And then I met someone that blew out out of the water anything I could have expected. And so that person made me understand my expectations and my my standards weren't too high and I respected myself enough to keep them there were moments I faltered but I respected myself enough to keep them until I finally got what I actually ultimately wanted and that's the same with respecting yourself you should never drop your standards because it's a lack of respect for yourself respecting yourself is not a selfish thing in fact it's a very good thing when you respect yourself you take care of yourself you hold yourself accountable and you do what's genuinely healthy for you. Not in a selfish way, but in a way in which that takes care of you. Please go watch my podcast on showing up for yourself. It's a good one and it's all about that self-respect. Okay, the next one, number four, is give the benefit of the doubt. This one might seem a little contradictory to some of the mind and thought work that you may have been doing because you're not supposed to give yourself any leeway to kind of like shuffle around the thoughts and like justify them, but that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about justifying your um, lack of motivation or justifying your lack of effort. What we're talking about is giving yourself the benefit of the doubt when you do mess up. When you've messed up, you can own up to it and still give yourself grace and forgiveness for that. Treating yourself like the human that you are. Humans are very mistake prone. This is the same with relationships. Give the benefit of the doubt. If someone is an honest person, and you've seen it in them, giving the benefit of the doubt once to them is a grace and a kindness. And it's hard to find. And it's one of those things where our brains will instantly go back to familiarity of times in which we were wrong when we gave the benefit of the doubt. So the same thing can be said for yourself. A lot of times you can be like, well, I forgave myself for that and I still screwed up later on the same thing. But give yourself some grace. You're only human. And this also builds a sort of confidence in yourself because you know that you can love yourself enough to even when it doesn't work out, you can still have that confidence. The next tip is express your feelings functionally, especially when it's really hard. 
this is interesting because this really has a lot to do with experiencing our feelings. I wouldn't say expressing them is always the right move, but I would say experiencing your feelings, even when it's tough, gains a certain trust in yourself because you trust yourself to be able to go through any emotion and still make it through it. If you don't trust yourself to go through any emotion, you'll hold back in many areas of your life and won't feel confident because you don't feel like you can travel out into those uncharted waters. So learning to work through your emotions and feelings and being willing to functionally, functionally, (laughs) functionally go through them in a cognitive healthy way is really an important task. Take risks is the next one. This is really important, guys, because once you've been playing it safe for so long, what will happen is you won't have confidence anymore. And this is why you play it safe for so long. Then when you have to take a risk, you're forced to take a risk, you won't have confidence because you've never done it before. What if you took little risks and those risks were rewarded? Once they were rewarded, you'd start to gain some confidence in life about taking risks, trying new things, doing new things, and meeting new people. It's really important in order for you to live a full life is to experience things, new things, and new things you've never done before. When you've never done it before, it's a risk. And I know this can be a really tough one, but it's really important. The next one is be willing to give and receive. When we're talking about in terms of ourselves, building confidence in ourselves, it's important that you remember those of you who are altar givers, those of you who are always looking out for everyone else, remember receiving is not selfish. Receiving is not a bad thing. Giving to others is wonderful, but giving to yourself the ability to receive compliments, the ability to receive gifts, the ability to receive help, the ability to receive love is one of the biggest things you could do to build your confidence. And the, it's a psychological thing because when you are willing to not only give but receive, it builds an equal thought process in your mind that things are not against you when you never allow yourself to receive anything you can't be confident because when good things come your way you won't even be able to receive them so you couldn't receive them with confidence these are the things it takes to build trust not only in yourself but in your relationships all kinds of different relationships and when you can finally experience all seven of these things in your life and point them back to your confidence, you'll start to see a belief in yourself, believing you can do things you've never been able to do before because you've been vulnerable with yourself. You've been experiencing your feelings and you know you can make it through. You take risks and sometimes they pay off and sometimes they don't, but you're willing to take it and you're confident because you know you can do it regardless of the outcome. Being willing to give yourself something and receive things. Being able to give yourself the benefit of the doubt when you fail, remembering to respect yourself, and saying what you mean, and meaning what you say. I highly advise you guys to try and practice these, and if you find that one or two of these on the list are specifically hard, focus your area on that. Guys, baby steps. Take it easy on yourselves, and take your time. Be gentle. Be gentle. 
You don't have to force your way through things. It's best to ease into life. In fact, there's this beautiful quote from the book that I'm reading, and I'd like to share it with you guys because when I read it, I was instantly taken by the idea that this is so true. That when we force ourselves into things, like confidence, for instance, we'll never achieve them. But when we ease into them, we will achieve great things. It's the way life is meant to be lived, in an ease-type way. Doesn't mean we can't hustle and work hard, but easing into our emotions, being kind with yourself and others, is the best way to go. This quote is the secret to flight. It's a small poem, and it says, Don't flap your wings so hard. It's only exhausting you. Close your eyes, lean into the currents, say yes. Let the wind rise you higher and higher, so easy. That's what eagles do. Oh, and this is the secret to life as well. I don't even know who this quote is from, but it is from the book uh, Rebirth by uh, Camel Rivertin. It's R A V I K. So, you know, you can try and pronounce that however you like. (laughs) I'm not going to attempt it because I usually butcher names. (laughs) But anyway, I hope you guys love today's podcast on confidence. And I hope these seven steps really help you pinpoint what you're lacking when it comes to your self-confidence and maybe even confidence in your relationships or confidence in certain things in your life. Well, thank you for joining me for The Happy Thinker. You can find me on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Chromecast, and Spotify, and so many more. All right, guys, I'll talk to you real soon, okay? Uh, Remember, be grateful, be kind, and uh, stay happy.